our top 10 power rankings presented by major league university (laughs) fully backed by nothing but bias and a little bit of research Welcome back uh, to another episode of Champion School. My name is Ray McIntyre, joined by two dope guests today, Austin Byler and Jared Perkins. Yes, uh, we are running through a special episode today. It's going to be our MLB season preview. We're going to be hitting uh, a bunch of things, including obviously the rule changes, some of the biggest moves this offseason, um, a little bit of a rundown by division, uh, our power rankings, of course, and then some bets that we've taken a look at. Um, in terms of some odds. So before we get into that though, Austin, how are things? How's MLU major league university? I know there's a lot going on on that end. Yeah. Everything's been going good on our end, man. We're, we're ramping up. It's we've had some good camps so far this spring. We had about three different weekends where we were traveling, got a little breather here till the end of April and then kind of rolling into the summer coming in hot. So things are going good there. Speaking engagements are going great. We've got a lot of good teams we're working with and a lot of new ones, which is really exciting. And then finishing up some contracts here uh, in early April with a couple of our teams that are remote. So um, wrapping up some of these, sending them on their way and uh, things are looking good, man. We're excited. Sweet. And then JP, you've been on the road a little bit. You get to do a little bit more traveling. Uh, Prospects Live is what you've been working for, uh, doing some writing. So uh, where are you off to next? And uh, what are you looking forward to in this upcoming season for for your travel schedule? Yeah, so I've been hitting up a couple of colleges just to finish up the college season. Was out at the University of Maryland watching them play. Uh, Siena College, where Project Sandlot, Kobe Stenson was playing in that game as well. Uh, then went out to the University of Virginia. They were playing Boston College. Um, and just doing some live looks out there, heading out to George Mason this weekend as they play VCU. Um, and then when the minor league season kicks off, I'll head out to, to the Bowie Bay Sox, which is the double-A for the Orioles. And they'll be playing uh, some pretty good teams and pretty good prospects will be hanging out around there. Awesome, man. Excited to see that thing go. And in terms of Project Sandlot, obviously we're continuing to grow. We're starting to make a little bit of a shift into, hey, um, this is heavily focused on you buy one, you get 10 kids camp uh, access, basically two-day camps that we've been putting on and, and using MLU as a huge uh, resource for that because we have a lot of connections on that side and we've been able to travel a lot. So excited for that, excited for the College World Series that we're going to be hitting up in June. Um, and a lot of things on that end. So uh, in terms of MLB, let's dive into rules before we get into uh, really any of the moves in the offseason and stuff. Um, I'll run through them quick, and then we'll kind of touch on each. Uh, Universal DH, 12-team expanded playoffs, no more international tiebreaker runner at second base in extra innings. Thank God. Uh, Draft lottery to eliminate tanking. Uh, advertising on jerseys going to be looking like the Japanese leagues 45 day window for uh, pitch clock band shift bigger bases and then the draft pick induct inductments inducements excuse me to limit that service time manipulation um, and they're limiting options down to the minors which is nice so uh, but first universal DH BZB initial thoughts you're trying to make the games go quicker but you have more hitters so i don't know what they're doing with that but the i I don't know i like seeing pitchers have to know how to bunt and have to manage the bat so i'm kind of in between on it but then again like it makes it more offensive you add another good hitter and hey maybe it helps out some of these nl teams get some more hitters in so 
I like it. I mean, I'm not against the move, but I also like seeing a pitcher try and bunt. It's just it's part of the game, right? And the first base, third baseman crashing. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but uh, I guess pitchers can just focus on doing pitcher things, and <laughs> that's about it. JP. Yeah, with as much as I don't teach pitchers how to hit anymore, I'm like, uh, what's the point? Because you have Zach yeah. Gallon who took batting practice last year and broke his forearm just yeah. hitting BP. And it's like, all right, <laughs> you're going to lose your best pitcher on the staff for the Diamondbacks for what a month to two months because he was taking batting practice. <laughs> he doesn't hey, know what he's doing. Question for you, though. Uh, Granky question. Does he hit this year? Oh, you got to mm. let him hit. I think they got to let him swing the stick a little <laughs> bit. I mean, he- give Given the is there any the pitcher lineup. that's going to do it? Do you think some? I mean, Mad Bum could. I mean, I he could be taking hacks over for the Diamondbacks. I'd say Matt, Michael Lorenzen is going to be a two-way guy this year for the Angels. Yeah. He's going to join Otani with that, so he's going to play outfield. He's going to hit. He's going to pitch in the rotation. So it'll be interesting. I mean, there's not many guys like Lorenzen though that can do all play the outfield, go on the mound, try to swing it. But we'll see. I'd like to see Mad Bum and Gronky take hacks. Uh, the Diamondbacks could use any bat they can get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. We'll just miss uh, out on those Bartolo Colon homers. <laughs> I know. I hear you. What uh, for twelve team expanded playoffs though? This has changed things a lot. Uh, for you, JP, looking at it from your perspective, w- what is this going to do for the league? What's it going to do overall for the the look at this thing going into the year? Yeah, I think it's just the main thing I like about it is it brings more fans and brings them engaged into the the into baseball just because a lot of these teams that would be on the cusp would just give up trade all their players for a bunch of prospects and then they'd fade off this now you all of a sudden a team that's at the bottom can all of a sudden pick it up in the playoff time and make a run for it so i think i can understand where some people like oh too many teams are making the playoffs now but at the same time if you want fan engagement for those teams that keep tanking on purpose (laughs) there's a chance for them to actually make it and it forces teams to be like competitive like well if we have a chance to make playoffs now we're going to trade and actually bring players in instead of sending them away yeah anything to add fans back into baseball i think is a a positive i think it is interesting to think about it um in terms of you could potentially see four teams from one division make it into the postseason and there's not a lot of divisions the al east i guess would be the only division that really has a shot at that this year but i mean that could be a, a heavily you know, uh, it just could change things a lot. I don't know. So I'm excited for it. By you have any notes on the the 12 team expansion? I love it. Yeah, more baseball, the better. More playoff baseball, the better. So um, I already know that there's going to be some divisions with at least three teams in there, no doubt. And it just gives more people more opportunities to get in and find a way to the World Series. So I love it. it more competition, more games. Hey, it's better for baseball. They're now JP. Correct me if I'm wrong. They are doing it. Those first games are three game sets now too, right? It's not yeah. a uh, wild card one and done anymore yep yeah you yep. gotta play all three throw all your arms out there um i mean the wow. nice part is too they gotta go through them all so like yeah. in order to make it to the actual uh playoffs yeah you make it to the postseason as a wild card team but to make it to the playoffs you gotta throw all your guys yeah i agree i kind of like to live on the edge one and done kind of d- days though yeah yeah I don't know. Uh, no international tiebreaker runner at second base starting. Thank God. I, for me, that was just wasn't baseball. Didn't feel right. <laughs> I got um, bad news for you. It's back. What? Yeah. Am I wrong on that? Yeah. They made back. an adjustment oh, recently, no. and MLB extra inning ghost runner rule expected to be restored amid talks. That's devastating. Is oh, it, what, why is that? To shorten the the games, players end. 
I don't know, uh, but they're discussing keeping the ghost runner rule in place for the upcoming year as part of the negotiations for health and safety protocols. They said, yeah, it's good. Players are pissed because they don't get, you don't get overtime. You know, a game is a game. You're getting paid salary. You, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That's tough. They said signs are pointing to official announcements soon, even though it's not official. So, yeah. <laughs> uh. Do uh, now you have a little more insight than we do, though, uh, in terms of the 45 day window, <laughs> they're trying to decide pitch clock, band shift, bigger bases of those three. Which do you think are staying? Which do you think they'll get rid of for this overall deal? I'd love to see the just shift band. I mean, I just like to, to the exaggeration ones where you got your third baseman playing right field. It's like. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. That just takes kind of the fun out of it for me. Um, I think the bigger bases will happen in terms of just injuries and things like that. They'll probably make them a little bit bigger. Um, I think the internet, the intentional runner on the ghost runner will be back. So there will be a ghost runner in extra innings. Um, the pitch clock, I'm not too sure about. I know a lot of pitchers hate that, just having a, a pitch clock on there. Um, it's just, especially in hitters too sometimes because they like to take their time in the batter's box. Um, but not not really too sure. I, I think they'll probably all stick around. But yeah, I hope the pitch clock goes away. Bigger yeah. bases are for sure going to be there to stay. The shift, yeah. though, I, I agree, being a product of the shift, <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> um yeah, I guess you can rule, hey, make an adjustment, be a professional hitter, but um, uh, I still don't know, dude. They're throwing up and in fastballs. How do I make an adjustment? <laughs> they're, they're, yeah. they're pitching me to pull the ball. Like That's exactly what they're doing. That's why they shift in the first place. So I'm in between on that. I'm kind of happy it's gone. I'm just excited to see if it opens up some holes, and if it doesn't, mm-hmm. then hey, whatever. But it is part of the chess match, too, so I get both sides. Who's one player, JP, that's going to thrive the most if they ban the shift? Uh, Joey Gallo. That dude's gonna love life when the shift is banned. You hit yeah. 350, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now Strike my piss missile to right times. field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put my piss missile to right field to base hit instead of a freaking put well, out. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I overall, I'm I'm I like the rules that they're implementing. I, I the second base thing bothers me, but um, I think overall, especially the the lottery draft being added, I think is really big. And then you know stop manipulating the service time where yeah, when yeah. they're supposed to come yep. up, bring them up, you know, um, moving into off season moves. Uh, there's a lot that's already happened. I have a list of mine, but, uh, let's start out with buy. Do you have anybody this off season, um, in that free agent market that was a big move for you? Dude, Syndergaard and Scherzer. Those are two massive ones for me. I mean, those are, those are game changers. The Mets are going to be nasty, right? I think they'll compete. Uh, I think they got to have the culture piece. The other one that I think is very, very underrated in offseason move, Bob Melvin with the Padres, dude. Like I think mm. that right there can be a massive, uh, thing for their culture. Now I got nothing on the last coach or anything, but I think that for him, he just has a, a really good history of winning and getting teams to, to work together. So I think that one's big. Um, I, I'm kind of curious to see how the angels do, you know, like I want them yeah. to win really badly. I, and I got my Rangers hat on here, if you can see it. So uh, that's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued by the Rangers too, man. They got some young prospects and then obviously Seager going there. They got some big bats, some big, some big arms. They got a decent chance too, but uh, I don't know. I think those are big. Obviously Freddie Freeman's the highlighter of that. I mean, the Dodgers, like, if they're a front runner right Dave Roberts came out and said hey we're winning the World Series you can put it on paper <laughs> so he's got that and then the Giants losing Posey and um oh my gosh uh 
what's his freaking name? Gossman, right? To the Blue Jays. Uh, that one's a that's a pretty big move right there of losing guys. Chris Bryant going to the Rockies. Yeah, it looks great, but they're not going to get any better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's going to hit 40 home runs. He's going to have a lot of a lot of fun there, but they're not going to be much better. So those are just kind of some of the big highlights ones that I saw. Uh, obviously, I love Freddie Freeman, so now it's hard for me to watch the Dodgers and, and, and not root for him, but maybe root for him a little just because I like Freddie and Mookie. So those are going to be interesting. But when A.J. Pollock's your nine-hole hitter, you got a pretty good team. Yeah. 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 And let's talk two things about that. First of all, Dodgers re-signed Chris Taylor, the best worst player in baseball. (laughs) Honestly, dude. And I was, somebody put up a picture of Hunter Pence and I'm, I just, I see so much Hunter Pence and Chris Taylor that I just don't understand why he's good, but good for you guys. Um, I hope you guys lose every game this year as a giant fan. (laughs) Um, But let real, real quick to recap the, um, that Scherzer deal is just kind of mind blowing. Three years, one hundred and thirty million, forty three million dollars a year. JP, did they overpay for Scherzer? I mean, you know what you're gonna get. So it's kind of like one of those things. Even at his age, it's a, it's like looking at Justin Verlander. He's coming back from Tommy John surgery, already blowing ninety eight miles an hour, and he's gonna have his pinpoint command. That'll come back too. And so when you look at a guy like Scherzer, he hasn't really missed a beat, even as he's gotten older. I think maybe. Two years down the line, that last year of the deal could be bad. But if the Mets are trying to win in the next two years, that that's perfect. You got him and DeGrom now at the top of that rotation. That's insane. Yeah, you got to hope he stays healthy, though, because that's yeah. – that'd be devastating. Uh, who are some other guys that you had on that list of some big moves of this offseason? I love Matt Olson to the Braves. I know they gave up on their guy, Freddie Freeman, but they got him locked into a cheaper deal. He's almost as productive as Freddie Freeman, and they went out and signed Kenley Jansen on top of that. Go be the stopper. I mean, that bullpen's going to be nasty now with Tyler Matzik, Will Smith, Kenley Jansen coming in the 7, 8, 9th, and they got a bunch of other arms out there too. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. (laughs) The Yankees could have done a better job this offseason. I I agree. I agree. Went out and got Anthony Rizzo, which is cool. I guess replace your first baseman with the same first baseman who was <laughs> semi-productive. And then you trade Luke Voigt. So, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the the few I had to add to that Nelson Cruz at forty one years old is going to the lonely Washington Nationals yep. <laughs> uh, for fifteen million for one year. Kenley Jansen that sixteen million one year deal I thought was big. I'm glad he's out of the NL West. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe Kelly to the White Sox, adding some stability on the back end, seventeen yeah, million two-year yeah. deal. I think is a really big pickup for a team that's in contention. And then you put him next to Bummer on the left side. Oof. I think it's that's a nasty backside, you know, bullpen uh, with two different arm angles. And then uh, obviously Chris Bryant was a big one, uh, one hundred eighty-two million seven years that that deal. But the one that nobody's talking about that I think is getting a little slept on is Trevor Story to Boston. Yeah. yeah. Because that's a good that, one. That that ball in the left field wall is, I mean, that's his sweet the honey honey hole, you know, mm-hmm. and and the defense to back it. I think those are two huge. That's a huge pickup for Boston and a team that's going to be in contention, whether it's at that 80 to 90 win mark in a really tough division. Who knows? But you got to enjoy playing Baltimore 19, 20 times a year, you know? So, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, at least you can mark some of them in there, you know, automatic <laughs> wins. The other teams, I don't know though. <laughs> <laughs> Write them down. 
Um, let's move into the previews per division. Um, let's start with the NL West, my favorite division. Uh, BZB, that was your end. Yes, sir. Uh, well, it, it, the easy front runner, I think everybody has them. Obviously, the Dodgers, like we don't even need to talk about them. They're they're so stacked, and they'll they'll buy their way to a championship every year. Um, I just had to throw that in there. Um, the the Giants, I don't see them. I don't see them doing very good. I'll be honest. Mm. One, I don't like the Giants. Wow. Number two, mm. I don't see them doing very well. Dude. I mean, you lose <laughs> your freaking captain. You lose your ace. Like, yeah, no, they got some decent guys coming in. They'll find a way to win. They're, they're very well coached and they play hard. But, dude, that division's too tough for them. I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're going to stack up. Maybe this is the worst hot take ever. And in, in October, Ray clips this and puts me on blast on social media. <laughs> why we're doing it. <laughs> I know. So we got to do it. But I don't see them being very successful this year. They'll win, but they're not going to be like they were last year. And that, that's obviously my opinion. Um, I think the Padres are going to be kind of a sleeper there. I know they're good, but they just couldn't get over the hump. They lost some steam last year. They got some good talent. They're going to be they're going to be just fine. But like we said earlier, Bob Melvin being the manager, I think that helps them win a few extra games and uh, just helps them stay stable. Right. As long as they stay healthy, they get to tease back. They're, they're good to go there. Uh, that's going to be the key thing for them is, is health. And for most of these teams and then the poor diamond backs and Rockies, man, they're going to have a battle for the last. I think the D backs slip ahead of the Rockies just because Luplo's solid, right? We played him in college. He's, he's a good bat and has some success in professional ball so far. Um, they've got some decent guys, Melanson, obviously in the back end and they're going to grind. Right. But I don't, they're not, they're not even close enough to compete with the Dodgers or the Padres or the giants, in my opinion, and neither are the Rockies, right? The Rockies, they always go out and get a big bat and they never have any pitching and <laughs> no matter what, whether it's draft or signing. And if I'm a pitcher, I'm not going there anyways. So that's always going to be their kind of kryptonite, but I think they'll be okay. Those two teams will battle for fourth and fifth place, but top heavy with the Padres, Giants and Dodgers, Dodgers taking it all. I think Padres coming to second, both get into the playoffs. I don't think the Giants make the playoffs market. Sorry about it. Ray wow. Mack. I hope that that hurts your ego. Unreal. And I'm not, I'm not even sorry about it. <laughs> An expanded play. 12 teams are making it and the Giants aren't one of them. You're tripping. <laughs> hey, hey man you gotta you gotta be bold with your decisions here man uh, the padres for sure making it in i hope they do i love their colors and jerseys and dodgers i mean they're gonna it's gonna be them or the braves in the in the world series <laughs> you sound like you sound like me filling out my march madness bracket dude. Yeah. <laughs> do yeah, i, I kind of like them peters i kind of like them. okay <laughs> uh, what jp what are your thoughts are the giants making the postseason yeah they went out and got carlos rodon who's basically an ace for the white Sox all last year yeah, he has some injury history, but he stayed on the field and was successful all last year. That's an easy replacement for Gosman. They got Joey Bart, who's going to come in and replace Posey. Kid could be a stud. He's going to take some time to develop, but Giants are going to be as good as they were last year. Maybe I'm biased because of living in Reno for so long, <laughs> all the, the quote-unquote Bay Area Sacramento Giants fans. <laughs> I'm like, dude, give me I a know. break. We all come out of the woodworks when we start winning. But yeah. that's the thing. Is you, you hear it every year. Is the Giants the Giants suck. They're not going to win as many games as last year. And then true. you're looking up in September going, damn, they got a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll, so. they'll probably make it. I might have to readjust well, my the best take. record last year. <laughs> I know. They, yeah, do. No, they came clipped. out of nowhere. So uh, good for them. Hopefully they make it, but I'm really not pulling for them. <laughs> In El Central, uh, JP, what do you got? Yeah, so you got the Brewers and the Cardinals, and then, yeah, that's that's about it. The Brewers <laughs> and the Cardinals. Uh, the Brewers are going to be nasty. That rotation of Woodruff, Polaralta, Corbin Burns. Mm. They got Aaron Ashby, who's potentially going to be just as good as those guys. Their bullpen's going to be pretty decent with Josh Hader and Devin Williams in the back end. 
Uh, they need Yelich to bounce back. He dealt with all those injuries. It hasn't been as productive as he needed to be in the last two years, so they're going to really rely on him. They went out and got Andrew McCutcheon, so they got a veteran outfield with McCutcheon and Locaine and a young infield with Willie Adamas and Luis Urias. Um, so that team's probably going to be easily the, the, the top dog in the Central. Cardinals are going to be interesting. They got the, the three guys, Wainwright, Molina, and Pujols back for one last ride. You never know. Most veterans could just kind of come, come together, pull it off. They got Goldschmidt, Arenado. Um, so they're going to have a decent offense. That rotation's going to hurt because Flaherty went out with an injury. Um, and he's going to be shut down for a while. So you got Wainwright basically leading that rotation at 40 years old. <laughs> Jeez, dude. I, would, I mean, uh, how old is Pujols now? Uh, 40. I think he's 40, 41, something like that. So. I don't know. I thought I thought you were right on the McCutcheon end. I thought he was. I mean, eight and a half million for one year. I think was a huge pickup for you know an undervalued guy. Yeah. But you know, looking at the rest of that division, I mean, what did the did the Pirates get anybody this offseason? Like they got they sign, rid of everybody. Did they sign? Up? <laughs> no, I haven't same, seen them pick a same news, same up. song and dance, dude. They get rid lowest of- payroll in baseball at twenty four million dollars. That's they wild. just dump everybody off and they're just making twice that. This it's, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be the Brian Reynolds show. That's it. That's I mean, that's about it. They got Cole Tucker, who's that's he's gonna hit like two ten, and then they got Brian Reynolds. Hey, first of all, shout out to Cole Tucker, Project <laughs> Sandlot Holter. Yeah. yeah, okay, and Jared Oliva. Hopefully, the, my man is up in the league this year as a great dude. Yeah, but good people aside, over under sixty five and a half games for the Pittsburgh Pirates this year. Mm-hmm. Under. Yeah. They'll get 60, I think. They'll Maybe. hit that 60 threshold. Orioles or Pirates, more wins. Pirates. Pirates. Yep, okay. All Slam right. dunk. Let's go O's. <laughs> Can't forget uh, about the Cubs in the NL Central either with Stroman there, Clint Frazier, Seiya Suzuki. They went out and got some dudes, so they're going to be in the third-place team, but they'll probably push 500. They'll be better. Yeah. They'll be better. Uh, NL East – uh, obviously, that Scherzer deal kind of headlines everything for uh, the New York Mets there. I would say they're the heavy favorite for me. Atlanta being a close second and picking up Jansen. Um, 90 and a half wins over under for them. I, I think they eclipsed that 90 and a half total um, this year. I think they are fighting for uh, postseason or in the postseason um, and making a statement. I'm not sure yet. Uh, we'll see on injuries, I think, especially if you have a back end guy go down. Um, they're they're going to need to lengthen that those games out somehow. Um, Schwarber heading over to the Phillies, uh, just an average team for me. Uh, I think it's just going to be kind of middle of the road again this year, along with Miami and Washington, just in the bottom of the basement of that that division and the league. Miami might have a little bit more of an edge with Soler. Uh, I think that's a good pickup for them. And then Nelson Cruz at 41 and a half years old uh, to the nationals might be more of like a fan draw than anything. Uh, If he can stay healthy, he might have a good year and bring some pop to that lineup. But again, that's uh, a pretty lowly lineup. I'm going to say we go Mets to win the division and we're going to finish out Miami in the bottom uh, with the nationals finding a way to win more games, but not by much. Uh, I think the Mets are going to run that thing. And uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be good to see them in the postseason. Hopefully everybody stays healthy on that side. Do you guys have anything to add for NL West? No, you know, you know, sorry. You're good. You're good. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge Mets fan, you know, by any means. I mean, never, never root for the Mets, but <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think they'll be decent. I think they'll be pretty good. 
it's going to be yeah. interesting to see if they stay healthy. Yeah, I think I think you're right, Ray, on the Nationals, especially with Juan Soto there. I mean, that mm-hmm. guy, him and Nelson Cruz back to back, that's going to produce some runs there. So I think the, the I think they'll uh, surpass the Marlins unless those young arms from the Marlins all come up and start shoving. Dude, the Marlins have, I mean, if their guys develop, I mean, with Chiz and some of those other dudes, like they've got some studs, man. And, and a lot of them were in the D-backs org when we were in there. And dude, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, seeing them grow and get better, it's like just one little tick, right? Just one little tick. So I think in the next four or five years, they could be contenders with a couple veterans coming in there to help out. But um, yeah, right now, I don't, I don't see them winning too many more games. Yeah, a genius Miami Marlins team. You know, I I don't know. I like you said, Jazz is a guy to watch, and I think they have some young players in that organization. But they are, I would say, a decade and forty five million dollars short right now. So <laughs> <A> decade. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, let's move into the AL West with you, BZB. Yes. Five team AL West. Hey, the five team AL West, man. Um, I, I still think the Astros take the division, although I'm kind of pulling for the Angels, man. I've never really rooted for the Angels, but I've always liked them. Um, I always like Trout and Otani. So I'm hoping that the Angels move in and take that. I still think the Astros take that division. They're just still too good. Even losing Correa, they still have a really good staff. Most of their guys coming back. And then you get um, an older Kyle Tucker and some of those younger guys who are just studs, man. They got some really good players there. So I still think the Astros get it, but I, I do think the Angels and the Astros both make the playoffs. I really hope the Angels stay healthy. If they stay healthy, they're going to be just fine. Their, their rotation's way stronger this year. Um, and their lineup, man, that speaks for itself with Walshie and Otani and Trout and Rendon and the whole crew. I mean, they can swing the bat. So if they stay healthy and pulled together, they're well coached. They're going to be fine. So those two, I think, are the top heavy. After that, it, it just kind of sinks off. I think the Mariners are going to be good. Um, I don't think they're going to be great. I don't think they'll be playoff worthy, but they did surprise a lot of people last year. They are young too. I think they're another one of those teams that with a couple of years of experience, they're going to be up there. They've got some young studs and um, they can compete. I just don't know if they're at the level of the angels or Astros, but they might prove me wrong. And then the Rangers and A's, I still see them at the bottom. The Rangers. Yeah. They got some big bats and Simeon and Seager, but the rotation, I don't think is good enough to win this year or the next couple of years. I think they need to go get a couple arms um, and sure up the rotation a little bit. So I see them kind of being mediocre, right? Probably right below 500, but a, a more fun team to watch with those bats and they're going to hit the ball. So who knows, might keep them in some games. And then the A's, I mean, what the only team to not spend a dime all year, right? Like think about that. How do you not spend anything yet give up everything? So they're in a rebuilding stage, but somehow the Oakland athletics always find a way to sneak into the playoff conversation. I don't know how they do it. So maybe they've got some secret weapons coming up in the farm system. They always have good dudes. They're very homegrown, which I love about them. So um, they might compete, but to me, Astros angels top heavy. Uh, I really hope the angels take the division personally. I still think the Astros are going to take that division, but the angels, man, they've got a really good shot to make a run in the playoffs. I just don't know if they're deep enough to win the world series this year. I mean, shout out to Seth Brown with the Oakland A's. That is that is the guy coming up to the oh, top. Legend, just <laughs> made a tops, statement, man. and and they're still playing Billy Ball out there. Um, I here's my hot take though for you. I think Seattle wins the division. How about wow. that? Yeah, they're, I, dude, they're I like that. They're sneaky. I think that I think they win it. I think uh, you with the addition of Robbie Ray, that could be. Uh, and mm. by the way, Robbie Ray, one of the the worst guys to play with in the show, but a good guy to have on your team. <laughs> Uh, him and Sergio Romo, it's looking like, uh, the San Francisco giants North right now. Um, 
but I think they have enough. I think if they, they play well and they play well at home, uh, they're going to have a chance at that division. I think it's going to be the Astros and the Mariners probably right up there. One-on-one Shohei Shohei with an MVP season could take them up there too, but I, I just don't think they have enough JP. Yeah, they got the Mariners got this kid Matt Brash that's gonna probably Ooh, circle yeah. out that rotation. That dude's nasty. Yeah, and he might just come out of the fifth hole and the the fifth spot in the rotation and kind of take off. And they went out and added a bunch of bullpen pieces and Diego Castillo. They got Andres Munoz coming back from injury. Ken Giles coming back from injury. So they're gonna have a nasty bullpen. And yeah. I with Winker added into that lineup and Eugenio Suarez too. They're gonna have some pop. Yeah. So they could have, they could pull it together. They're like that sneaky good team, right? That kind yeah. of just flies under the radar that you never really know if they're going to do it, right? But dude, they can swing the bat and they proved it last year and, and they can pitch a little bit too. So big additions, man. I don't know. They'll, they'll compete. I just really selfishly am hoping the Angels do good, man, just for the franchise. Like, I just want them to get in the playoffs yeah. and just be there, like win a series and like give Trout something, dude. Trout, he's, he's too good of a dude. You know, Tani, like, you just got to – let's go. Come on, Angels. I'm pulling for you. <laughs> yeah, the, one of the best players to never win a ring, potentially. I don't, oh, I don't my know. gosh. Yeah. It could be sad, but – Get him to New York. <laughs> well, and it it could be Chris Bryant, to be honest, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Dude. Time will yeah. tell, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a battle for that division. I, I'm excited to watch them. Them and the AL East are actually my two divisions to watch this year um, that, that are going to be exciting to see. But let's start AL Central – with you uh jp yeah i mean the interesting thing is all these teams did something to improve besides the guardians so <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh the white Sox when they're, they're they're gonna have the best of probably best rotation in the division with giolito land and cease uh at the top of that their bullpen is unbelievably nasty with hendrix kimbrell crotchet and then they add like you said they added joe <laughs> kelly I mean, that's just insane. Uh, the lineup's essentially the same. They added Josh Harrison in for some depth, but that team's probably going to lead the division. Uh, the Tigers and the Twins made the biggest moves. Twins went out and got Carlos Correa, who's making $35.1 million, the same amount as the entire Guardians uh, set, uh, payroll. Wow. So he's going to be on a one-year deal making the Guardians' entire salary. Um, they went out and got Sonny Gray, uh, they took some flyers on Dylan Bundy and Chris Archer. Uh, they traded Mitch Garver uh, to get somehow get Gary Sanchez in there from the Yankees. So they sent Garver over to the Rangers and then took their piece that they got from the Rangers, sent them to the Yankees to get Gary Sanchez. So they made some moves to get them better. Uh, I know you all played Garver when he was at New Mexico. Um, <laughs> that guy just mashes, um, Good. but Good defensively wasn't great. And I think they're going to have Gary Sanchez DH with Ryan Jeffers behind the dish. Um, the Royals made some moves to make themselves better, went out and got Zach Reinke. They got their prospects coming up in Bobby Witt Jr. Um, so they'll be better. They're probably going to finish up third in the division, potentially maybe even fourth if the, the, um, the twins and tigers kind of take that second and third spot. Um, I think they're still too young, a little bit far away, even as a Royals fan, I'll admit that <laughs> they're, they're probably a little bit too young to make that push, but they, they got some pieces that could bring them there. And then you got the Cleveland Guardians at the bottom. With <laughs> They're also Shane, playing this year. Yeah. You yeah. got Shane Bieber and Jose Ramirez. And then outside of that, it's it's pretty bad. Um, they they went essentially like cleared payroll. Their outfield, I think, is Josh Naylor, Bradley Zimmer, and some guy I don't know in right field. Um, so 
but yeah, the Tigers will be good again. Javi Baez in town, Eduardo Rodriguez, Michael Panetta. They went and made a bunch of additions to make themselves better. And they got AJ Hinch at the helm. So that team's got a real good chance to probably finish second in the division behind the White Sox. Yeah, let's hope the twins have a really good video system out there for Correa. <laughs> and uh on the, the Kansas City side, though, do you try and give me your unbiased opinion? Do you think Witt Jr. becomes the best player in baseball as he develops? Man, that's hard because you got Mike Trout. And like I still think Mike Trout is the best player in the league. I I think Juan Soto's in the best. Seven hitter. years? In seven years, eh, maybe. It's it's hard because like you have Ronald Acuna Jr. and Fernando Tatis. If they can stay healthy, they'll be yeah. probably the best in the game. You got your best pure hitters in Guerrero and Soto. So, I mean, Bobby Wood Jr. defensively, if he can stay where he's at, he has a potential to do it. Um, but he's they, they profile him a lot to be like a Trevor story. Um, so he gets that comparison a lot. But he seems to have some more speed. Um, and a little bit better hit tool that doesn't strike out as much as story does. Yeah. It'll be cool to watch him develop. I just remember seeing some videos of him hitting like two years ago. I was like, there's no way this guy, you know, is normal. Yeah. <laughs> like, 17 so. dropping 500 foot homers. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <clears throat> Moving to the AL East. This is my section here. Uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit on the overall preview, but uh, easily the best, conference in baseball uh, or division in baseball. Uh, I think you're going to have Tampa Bay um, in there in the mix, maybe at the top of that, but Toronto probably takes it home. Uh, I think you're really having a four headed battle with really the, the, the blue Jays and the Yankees and Tampa Bay kind of heading that thing with Boston, probably fighting for that potential fourth spot, or if they slide up and the Yankees don't stay healthy, which could easily happen, right? I mean, they have a lot of, of really good talent on that team, a lot of money that they paid for, but one or two of those slightly older bodies goes down. I mean, it's a pretty injury-prone roster that uh, I think is going to have a tough time uh, if they do lose a couple of dudes. Uh, Tampa Bay picks up Corey Kluber. I think that's a huge pickup for them this season uh, and great addition. Like we talked about, uh, Trevor Story going to Boston is going to be big. Um, and then Adley Rushman is going to be the the – question mark for Baltimore that really the only highlight in that entire roster is going to be a potential ad of a switch hitting catcher um, and one of the best in the league. He's going through some sort of injury right now. I don't know if it's like an elbow or shoulder, something minor, but uh, for a team that I would assume going into the season probably doesn't think they're going to make playoffs. I don't know if you rush a guy into the league right away. I think the other thing with that uh, you can't, you, you can avoid that roster, that manipulation of service time potentially, but, We'll see with the where he was slotted in that whole deal. I, I think at the end of the day, we do see three teams come out of this division and, and make it into the postseason. Uh, would love to see all four with uh, if that happens, Baltimore probably only wins 50 games this year, uh, which would be sad to see, but is, is a real possibility because there's just too much firepower across the board in that that division. Yeah, I, I really like, and I'm a Yankees fan, so it's kind of hard, but I really like the Blue Jays. I mean, they are, dude, they're just stack sauced. I mean, they just hit, and I just love how they play, dude. I, I don't, I feel like it would be a lot of fun to hit in Toronto, too. So um, I think they're going to be really, really good. But you're right, Ray. I think the, the Red Sox are a sneaky, 
I mean, they're not sneaky. They're really good, but they're going to surprise a lot of people with how many games they win. And the Yankees are a big question mark if they can sustain it with the health or not. Uh, obviously, the Rays are going to be nasty, dude. Their bullpen's filthy, too, and they're all young. So they just keep getting better, uh, and they do it with a low budget, which is really cool to see. So uh, that's going to be a cool division to watch, man. That's that's a really exciting division. And just for the future, right, you're always going to have a couple of really good teams with the Red Sox and the Yankees. They're always going to at least have somebody out there. And then hopefully the Orioles can keep kind of uh, farming up some of those young guys and get into a position where they where they can compete at a high level yeah yes. i'm excited to go, go out ahead. to baltimore and watch all the other teams from the ALEs come in and put up 10 rounds <laughs> great place to hit games. man everybody likes it in baltimore <laughs> yeah i think a sneaky play on the betting end we're, and we're not really there yet though plus 550 for boston to win that division i think is not out Ooh. of the question by any means uh, i think it'd be a, a cool one to watch cool one to pull four with Bobby Dahl back out there and obviously their team and their, their offensive firepower is improving by the year. So um, would be cool to see uh, for that. Let's dive into uh, top 10 or, Oh no, we'll go bets. I guess we'll run that through that first um, in terms of world series odds, odds that win the world series are really the only ones we want to dive into uh, first. There's a couple out there that I had seen and I want to just hear your take on them. Uh, the, up at the top, obviously, the Dodgers are plus 500 to win the whole thing. I think that's uh, a bet nobody wants to take. Uh, that is not the highest payout for a, a shot in the dark, uh, even though you have uh, Dave telling everybody it's going to happen. So I think plus 500 is not the bet you want to take. I think you're looking more along the lines with a plus 1,100 for the Blue Jays is a good one uh, to look at. 1100 for the White Sox is another one to look oh, at I like who that. I think I like is mm-hmm. yeah uh, another team to to really I think that I that's my pick for the World Series personally. Uh plus 2500 for the G-men, the Giants I think is not out of the question. I think with that those odds it's a real opportunity. And then lastly plus 1800 or if you go to FanDuel you can get it for plus 2500 the Boston Red Sox to come out and win the World Series I think is uh, a good dark horse to take. Um, again, none of this is financial advice, but, uh, just some fun things to look at. And the, the odds makers are usually pretty solid. <laughs> Problem is the season is just so damn long that nobody knows what injuries yeah. are going to happen. Right. So, um, if you're, if you're one of those guys who wants to put in something for a long shot, you know, out, out there, I think you look at the giants or the red Sox, whichever side you're leaning at a plus 2,500 to win the world series. Uh, any of those stand out to you guys? Blue Jays and White Sox, man, those are two, yeah. those are two big ones. I mean, I, dude, the White Sox are filthy. I just like their swagger about them, dude. I just like what they do. And then the Blue Jays, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna rake. I mean, they, they just keep hitting, right? And they just, some of those young guys get a little older here, get some more experience. They're gonna be really good. So those two teams would be really surprising. The Red Sox one's pretty good too, dude. The guy that doesn't get enough credit is Devers. I mean, that guy is just. <laughs> A, he yeah. rakes every year and just puts up numbers, does this thing, and doesn't always get the most credit there. So, uh, I don't know. Some really exciting teams to watch. Yeah, those are definitely not picking the Dodgers, that's for sure. Although they <laughs> obviously are the, the easy front runner to pick. Yeah, I think the Blue Jays are the safest pick. I mean, if you want a risky pick that has a good shot, I'd say the Padres. I mean, they got you, Darvish, yeah, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, Mike Clevenger's back this year. And they're going to have Mackenzie Gore and Chris Paddock. And they got Nick Martinez from Korea. So that whole rotation is going to be stacked. Fernando Tatis will be back. I know he's out currently, but he will be back playing. Um, They got some questions with Hosmer at first base. But, I mean, they got a pretty good lineup still with Machado when Tatis is back and a bunch of other pieces that they can throw in there that they could make a run. 
Yeah, Padres are plus 1,900 at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, I think not a bad pick either. I love Tatis. Uh, yeah. and, and he's becoming, which is a great thing, the face of baseball, I think, if he can stay mm-hmm. healthy and continue his path. Um, I know playing and coaching down in San Diego at USD, all the little kids had the, you know, the Tatis jerseys, had the bands going and, and whatnot. It's just a great dude to, to take our game forward, I think. Um, one last thing, and nobody's touched on it. It's going to be interesting to see the Toronto vaccination issue, right? So getting in and playing in Toronto, players need to be fully vaccinated and, and up to date or whatever. So looking down and, and seeing across, and even in that division, the Yankees roster potentially having nine to 10 guys that wouldn't meet those requirements is going to play a huge factor for them playing at home, I think. Um, what are your thoughts, JP, on, on your end, thinking about that? I guess it might be home field advantage for the Blue Jays. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like significant. I, I mean, it's, it's hard. I, it's, it's a tough subject, but it's like, I, if Toronto wants to make those their rules, like the, the teams are going to have to comply or not take their guys. I mean, there's nothing mm. that they can do to really get around it. Um, so I guess the Blue Jays, if they've got a full team, is it, I don't know if the Blue Jays, did that during the off season, like targeted guys I knew were vaccinated in order to, yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew that rule was going to be in yeah. place. Um, they might've done that. They might've had that as like a question before they went and signed guys, um, which would make sense because now they can make sure they have their guys on the field all the time. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what it does. It's going to shake things up. Um, rounding out this episode, I uh, wanted to dive in and this is one thing that we'll kind of do and we'll update as we go. You know, we'll try and do these episodes once a month or so. But uh, I want to do a power rankings with you guys, and and we kind of all have our own differing opinions, but uh, just the top 10 for the league going into the season, kind of reevaluate every every month or so. Um, but starting at the top, uh, working our way down, uh, JP, who do you think the best team of baseball is right now? Dodgers. Like, hands down, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, they might not win it all, but that, that lineup from top to bottom is just stupid. Cody Bellinger needs to figure out. I think he has a 70% strikeout rate in spring training <laughs> right now. But Man. outside of that, fun. that there's not many question marks up and down that lineup or rotation. And so they brought Kershaw back. So he's, I mean, they're locked in. By do you think they're better than the Jays? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, they're stacked. They're, they're are, so stacked. Are the Blue Jays your number two team? Um, Blue Jays are Braves. I don't know. Braves, I think you can't discount the Braves, man. The Braves are disgusting still. And like you said, JP, they sure up the back end of the, the rotate or of the bullpen there. I mean, that's a tough matchup and you have really good matchups too. You got the lefties and the righties um, and their lineup's solid. I mean, Olsen's a, a solid replacement there. It's not like you really downgraded a ton. So I think they're going to be solid, but either Braves or Blue Jays, those are kind of my two. And even the White Sox, man, I think the White Sox sneak into that top five easy and probably that th- two, three or four spot because they are stacked, man. They got a good team and they're getting older as well. So just more experienced. I'm going to be honest, the Braves, I don't, I don't have the Braves. I have the Braves maybe coming in at 10 for me. What? I don't Sorry. Okay. Now here's the real question is this before you ask, are the G men in the top 10? Number eight, baby. Bias. Number eight. (laughs) Uh, JP, who do you have at your number two spot? Uh, so I kind of went back and forth on this uh, between the Blue Jays and the Braves. I, 
I got to go with the Blue Jays. I just look at that rotation and they went out and got Issei Kikuchi just to like round it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to be loaded. They got two catchers and Danny Jansen and Alejandro Kirk. Kirk rakes. He's going to DH. That lineup stacked. I mean, yeah. their worst hitter is probably Kevin Biggio. <laughs> yeah, for real. They went out I, and got Matt Chapman too. So it's just yeah. like, <laughs> it's like they got a gold glove third baseman now at the corner. The rich get richer. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got the. We'll put Dodgers one. We got Jays at two. I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to have a conversation about number three. Uh, for me, I had the White Sox at three. <clears throat> I don't know. I like that. I like that. I. What do you think, JP? Do you think Braves go there? Uh, so, I'm I'm torn, but yeah, I think the Atlanta Braves got to go there. They didn't get much worse this offseason, and they are they're just coming off of a World Series win. So, I mean, that rotation is still pretty good. They got Morton at the top. Or, yeah, Max Freed, Ian Anderson. They got, now just got Kenley Jansen. They got Matt Olson. They definitely didn't get worse. And they still got Ozzy Albies. Ronald Lacuna Jr. is going to be back. Uh, they brought Eddie Rosario back. I'm going Braves 3. I'm going to be honest, dude. I just thought the Braves sucked. <laughs> that is just me and my own brain saying, you know what, I just don't think they do it twice. Um, but we'll put them in there. Let's put them at three. Um, and then moving down to the four spot, are we safe to say the white Sox, or did you have somebody else in mind? Mm, I, I got to I got to take the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, really? The Brewers. Yeah. They are stacked. Dude. I mean, that rotation is just on like, who you, who's winning in the first three games with Burns, Woodruff and Peralta. Like that's, the I mean, the lineup has got some question marks, but. Like if Yelich bounces back, Lorenzo Cain, Andrew McCutcheon, Colton Wong. I mean, they're pretty stacked. They're going to be pretty good. And that it, bullpen's nasty. I think Kutch has to go off and make a make an impact. Yeah. Uh, and and Wong has to become an all-star player caliber that he, that he has in him. But I just don't think he's shown the consistency that he needs to. Uh, I yeah. don't know. It's um, hard between the White Sox and Brewers because – they both have the advantage of being in a terrible division too, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the, the weaker divisions. So I White Sox will probably take it over the Brewers, but those two teams are going to be close. Bye. We're going to give you the, the deciding okay. vote here. I Sox. like White Sox than Brewers. White Sox than Brewers. Sox and Brewers. That's, that is biased, isn't it? Yeah, it's very biased. Yeah, it's totally biased. <laughs> you got to pull for bum, skeety bum, bum, man. They're going to be freaking – I mean, they have six, seven dudes coming out of the bullpen. They don't even need their starter to go more than three innings for them to win a game. Like, So come playoff time, yeah. they're ready. It's a lot of, that's a lot of innings to cover with the, mm. the bullpen. So three, yeah. three innings for starters. We're going to need to stretch that to five to seven, I'm sure. But um, And now the, the number six spot, okay, this is where it gets – for me, it's – up in the air. I think those top five teams were pretty set other than my, my rude bias about the Braves. But um, <laughs> for those five, who do you guys have at that six range? The Rays. Tampa. I was, yep. I was going to say the Rays too. They probably could be higher, but I, I always have a hard time getting on board with them, but they fly under the radar so much that I forget about them. They probably should be like four or five, but I think six is a good spot for them. I have them at six on mine, but I also have the Mets at five. Are the Mets worse than the Rays? Yeah. Hmm. They haven't proved it. The Rays prove it year in and year yeah. out. The Mets never prove it. The, the Mets are a bunch of just loud talking. Hey, let's hype up New York and then let's go average again and go 82 
It's like, it's like, dude, I don't know. I think you got to put the Mets at like eight. Top three payroll doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win games. Yeah. <laughs> no. I just, that culture to me, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not sold. I need to see some, some leg work here this season. Maybe midseason we look back and say, okay, we were wrong. Or I was well, wrong. that's the thing because midseason you look up and you go, Scherzer has 16 wins already. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah, true. $43 million is worth it if he's, you know, backpacking for 16 games and saving bullpen i don't know dude i i'm gonna say okay i'm with you on the race being a better team but not by much and if if scherzer's a dude they could easily roll out 95 to 100 wins i think if he runs away with an mvp caliber season or cy young caliber season so let's go uh number six i'm good with the Rays. seven is there a team other than the mets that you think could slot in there Astros. Yeah. I think Astros. they got they still got that respect, right? There's they're gonna be they're gonna be just fine. I mean, in their division, same thing. Not too worried there. So I, I think they'll be just fine. Um I think Astros sneak ahead of the Mets and then maybe the Mets there in that number eight. Is Dusty still managing? Yeah. Yeah, he's I, still hanging out. I like Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Yeah, we'll give it we'll give it to him. So okay, Astros at seven. Um, are we, are you good with Mets at eight? Yeah, I'm good with that. Bye. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, the, the Mets are like your brave hot take. Like I don't see them in the top 10, you know, and, and I don't really, I've never liked the Mets cause I've liked the Yankees. So it's like, to me, it's like, my Oh, little, there it is. Uh, like there I, it is. It's not even like the little sister, dude. It's like, I just, it's like the cousin that you never talk to, you know, it's like, I, I, cool. I know you, but you're not here. I don't know. Well, after the fandom support you had this year going in for the NFL season, if you're, yeah. if you're pulling for the Yankees, I have a feeling the Yankees are going to have a tough time. So, I don't know. They're not in my top 10. That's for sure. I think the Red Sox sneak in before, before the Yankees do. Wow. You left your own team out. The Yankees aren't even in your top 10. Disappointing offseason, dude. I love Rizzo. He's awesome. But I mean, you just got a bunch of gargantuans out there on the field, dude. Like, we got to mix and match a little bit. Like, just, I mean, uh, when the, your right field is as short as Winners High School, 290 mm-hmm. down the left, I, the right yeah, field I do line. like that. I do like that. Hey, home field advantage. <laughs> They're going to hit a bunch of tanks. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Houston seven, Mets eight. We have two more spots. Who are some people? Who are the teams that you guys have at your kind to round that out? My number nine buyer, you're gonna hate this one. This is San Francisco Giants. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta surrender to my ego sometimes too. So uh, the Giants, they're still gonna be okay. Yeah, I'll go Giants too. I have them in there. I did have the Yankees above the Giants though, on my list. Wow. So how's that for bias? Um, <laughs> if, if that isn't your fill, I I did have Yankees and I had Padres actually at the seven spot above the Giants at eight for hmm. me with nine being the Brewers and 10 being the Sox. Who, who do you guys this have? Is who is the last spot? Who's the last cut line going to for your, for you guys? I'm torn between the Cardinals and the Red Sox. Those are the two teams that I would throw in there. Um, it's, it's hard because both teams have just got awful rotations. So it's like, who has the worst rotation basically? Do you think, okay, then looking at the overall, though, do you think the Cardinals and the Red Sox are both better than the Yankees? Yes. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> Bi- I'm just being biased, probably. This is not like a statistical take here. No, uh, I'm with you. Spot. I'm with you. I, I'm, okay. I was thinking either the, the Padres sneaking in there or the Red Sox and the Yankees are close right after. Like you can, I mean, you can interchange those so easily. So, I mean, I, I think we, I think we go with the, the Sox at number 10, just cause that lineup, I, I mean, I think it's more versatile than the Yankees and, and a little deeper than the Padres, but dude, the Padres, I mean, they could be the team that just skyrockets above yeah. all these teams can at the top 15 to 20 teams are all pretty good. And the bottom 10 are just not even going to be in contention. Yeah. You know, I, I'm good. I'm good with the socks. Are we across the board? Yeah. Cool with the socks. That's good. Okay. So to recap, our top 10 power rankings presented by Major League <laughs> University, <laughs> fully backed by nothing but bias and a little bit of research. <laughs> Dodgers at number one, Jays at two, Braves at three, White Sox at four. A Braves that I'm not. <laughs> but we'll put them at three white Sox at four brewers at five rays at six houston at seven mets at eight giants at nine socks at 10 i'm good with that list i think um i think in general who knows because you get two months into the season and every lineup's different anyways so um i think it'll be a good season to watch and i'm excited that we're getting it started what april 4th or april 9th when's when's opening day april 7th i think i think it's april 7th yeah next week next thursday we're back wow excited so uh by the time you guys are listening to this if you're listening on the podcast it's a sunday so this thursday we're kicking it off which i'm excited about um is there any last hits on the mlb season that you guys are or things that you guys wanted to get in before we wrap no, I think that's good. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, should be an exciting season. A lot of good teams, so it should be fun. Go Perfect. Royals. Well, we'll keep these <laughs> going. Um, I, I kind of like that we threw on the spaces, too. We'll just keep them open. We appreciate you guys that are on Twitter spaces listening right now. You guys are awesome. Uh, shout out to Butch and Cameron. Those are the only two I can see from this distance with my poor eyesight. So um, <laughs> big up for you guys. Thank you for joining us again. This is Major League University Project Sandlot also. If you want to support us, uh, the fundraising we're raising from Project Sandlot, everything you buy, every NFT you buy is funding 10 kids free youth camp. Uh, So please jump on that and support your local sports. Uh, And then Major League University, obviously, we're getting in and working with a ton of teams, um, both college and high school travel ball and putting on our own youth camps, too. So uh, make sure you reach out about that. Check out us out on MajorLeagueUniversity.com, ProjectSandlot.com. And uh, we hope we see you soon. Thank you for joining us. And uh, you guys have a blessed week. Peace.